We are changing the rules and the conversation around being a Gen X woman. No longer are Gen X women going to blend in the background, wait to be promoted, or cringe when having to talk about our rates for our services. No longer are we going to stay stagnant because we fear success means sacrifice. We're building success and wealth on our terms. Welcome to the Modern Gen X Woman podcast, and we're your hosts, Jackie Gadeen and Mimi Bishop, business and career coaches for high-achieving Gen X women like you who want to make an impact, leave their mark, and increase their success and wealth. Our mission is to make Generation X women the wealthiest female generation. We're doing that by getting you to recognize your value and demand your worth. Each week, we'll provide you with incredible insights and inspiration, powerful ideas, and award-winning strategies to accelerate your success as an entrepreneur or within your career. All while still making your life magnificent. Together, we're changing the world one modern Gen X woman at a time. In all the years that we've been coaching and coaching women over 40, we've heard this one common question that plagues so many women. Is it too late? When I hear this question, it breaks my heart. This is a heavy question because wondering if it's too late for change can make us feel lonely, anxious, and downright trapped. We're here to tell you it's never too late, and time is exactly what we make of it. In this week's Summer Short, we're going to be exploring all of that. Our Summer Short series is where we give you spurts of insights and thoughts with a sprinkle of fun to provide you with your own summer growth spurt. Hi, Mimi. Hey, Jackie. How are you? I am well. How are you? I am wonderful. Good. I'm wonderful, and I am so glad that we're doing this episode because we hear this oh all the the time time. we hear it so often I probably ironically enough when I was much younger I think that I had this thought here and there that it was too late to do x y and z but ironically as I have gotten older Mm -hmm. I no longer believe that's true at all well I think because when we are 40 and we think about 50 we're like ooh, or we're 30 we think about 40 I don't mean like ooh, but it feels and sounds so much older because we think of our parents in those stages and we forget that they were humans and having fun or whatever they were doing I think that's a big part of it too like this belief system around what a number looks like right and then also this thought like oh I'm supposed to be done by the time I'm, I'm supposed to be on the down ramp by the time I'm right. 60, uh, 55, right? Well, and I don't believe that. Right. I feel that you're right. Like the way we do life is very different than the way our parents did life, where it was very clear that you were at a certain stage. Mm-hmm. That's the first piece of it. The other piece of it is, while I'm very aware that, yeah, like there's less time mm-hmm. I do, and that's the reality of it, I do feel it has made me very clear on the things that I do want to achieve. Before. Before. (laughs) So I'm like, if I want to write a book, it's not too late to write a book because I'm going to make the damn time for it. Right. That kind of thing. That's a great point. So that's why I feel that it's just never too late. And I think what I see people do is they lament about how it's too late, then they do nothing, and then they waste more time. That's that's absolutely So that, that makes me want to scream. Yeah, and so I think also I wonder if, if this too late thing also has to do with just women and ageism because when men age, they're distinguished and they're 
grays are, make them more handsome. Where women, as they age, they become... No, we don't become, but societally, we have been seen as um, aging and then men then divorce and men marry someone younger. They don't marry someone older. I think there's all of that, too, that goes into this. Because I was even talking to someone and they said, dating is really hard in my 40s and 50s. Or she was she's actually in her 50s. But dating is really hard because everyone's looking for someone younger. So I am in my 50s. I look like I'm in my 40s. But someone in their 60s will date me. But someone in my their 50s oh, right. wants to date a 30-year-old. So there's all of this that kind of goes around with that. Because when we talk about it, it's not too late. We're not just talking about career no. or starting a business. But it's everything. It's dating. It's your health, right? I, right. I, I know some people that are like, oh my God, it's too late for me to lose the weight. And I'm like, it's not too late no, to lose the weight. Or just become more healthy. Right, right. And so that it's one of those things. And I, this, this question comes up all the time. And one of the things that really triggered me to want to tackle this was, a woman that reached out to Mimi and I about helping her build a brand new business that she was, yes. she was, she had the business, she was working on something else. Now she wants to take that business and pivot it and bring it into the world and wanted to talk to us about helping her to build her strategy and build her business. And she was 72. And she inspired us yes. because she didn't even once say, but I'm 72 and is this silly? She was like, no. I'm 72. And she just said in passing she was 72. She's like, I really am passionate about this. I know that I can build a business and make a difference. And this is what I want to do. And it was very exciting for me. And she does it from her lake house up, you know, in the, in the sticks, right? You know? yeah. And so it's really, it's a, it was beautiful. And it made me think this woman doesn't look at herself that way. So why do other women yeah. do that? She's so gorgeous too. There's no and timeline just, on happiness yeah. is how I feel. I, so if you he, feel like there is. Absolutely. Yeah. Like I look at my dad who's 85, he'll be 86 soon actually. And he is probably the happiest he's ever yeah. been. He's yeah. just a happy camper. And it just, it makes me happy to see that you know there was another woman recently we did an um we hosted a session on confidence over on the site hello revel and there was a woman there who was in her 80s she gorgeous woman and she said i don't feel confident when i present and so we were about to go into all of our you know well this is how you build confidence and she was like no i used to be confident but i'm forgetful now and it's a real thing like i'm in my 80s and i said oh i you know i get what you're saying i said why don't you just write a couple points down on index cards? Everyone does that these days. Right. And we, Jackie and I showed her, we're like, we right. have our notes right here. Right. And she was like, oh, I could do that? We were like, yeah. She's like, oh, I feel great now. Well, you she know? grew up also, don't forget, she grew up in an era where you'd be on, where the stage was your, was uh, you were on a stage because of your expertise and there had to be a way that you showed up. But what, the good thing that I think social media has done is has made all of us much more human and yes. shows the human side, right, of failure and the human side of not being perfect and flubbing. And I also, we also said to her, like, if you forget, nobody's going to know. 
like only you know where you were going, right? right? That's the right. journey you were taking them on. So that's okay. And and it was just interesting because it's more endearing when people are real. Yes. It's not as, it doesn't feel as hierarchical, I right. think, when right. people right. are real. And right. I think people feel more connected. It makes me think of this woman who we were at a conference years ago, Jackie and I, it was in person. And this woman, she was like the happiness guru. Mm-hmm. And yet, so when she was on stage, she was on. But then we caught her like off stage, and she had a completely different persona. And it was such a turnoff to it us. It was a huge turnoff because I was like, "You're not even a happy person." She didn't seem like she didn't seem like she was radiating. No, not at all. At, not at all. You know, I want to say for all of you who are listening and thinking, "Can I really pivot in my 40s or 50s, right, or 60s or beyond? Beyond, right? Can I really pivot? Can I really do something different?" I'm going to give you a hell yeah. Because if we if we didn't believe that, we wouldn't have the fashions of Vera Wang. We right. wouldn't be able to talk like this when we cook, <laughs> like Julia, Julia Child, Child, right? Yeah. Um, or the comedic genius of Lucille Ball. All were af- you know in their forties when they pivoted. He wouldn't have us, right? If we both would have stayed and not pivoted, neither of us would have started a business. Neither of us would have found each other and launched Modern Gen X Women. That's correct. So. You can absolutely pivot and think about the amazingness you're going to bring into the world if you do. Yeah. You know what's coming up for me, though, as we're talking about this? What about if someone is out there listening and saying, yeah, well, Jackie and Mimi, I want to be a gymnast and I'm 52. How am I going to do that? And I want to say to you, go out there and do it to your capability, right? Like, just mm-hmm. do, you know, if there are things where you might not be able like to do a, physical, a backflip all right, over, you know, you, right, may, you right. may not be able to. You may to, not be but... able to, but listen, if there's something that you truly want to do and you feel like there's a physical limitation, see what you can do to your ability and get a coach to help you. I'm sure that there are coaches out there that could help someone if you want. You know, I've been recently started taking ballet dancing again. I haven't danced ballet since I was a kid. Yeah. And am I good? No. But I'm having fun and I'm getting better. And, you know, I don't think I'll ever be Misty Copeland. But I would even, like, at some point get on toe. And I believe that I can. Right. That's a, I, it's, I think you, know? you can. I, and I also think some of that is the joy of doing it versus the goal of perfecting mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's part of it, too. One of the things that I want you guys, as you're listening to this, to really, I want to kind of caution you a little bit because I find that a lot of times when we work with clients about, you know, is it too late and can I really do this? Whatever this looks like, can I really get to a CEO position if they're, if they're stuck at a VP level or can I really start my own business or can I really get married again, right? right. Whatever that looks like. I want to say you really need to be careful about the people you surround yourself with because there will be people who will purposefully feel uncomfortable by the way you want to pivot. And it could be because it shines a light on what they're not doing for change or what they're not doing to expand or because they're afraid that if you expand, you'll leave them behind or they are fearful for you, right? Like they don't want you to get hurt. Don't get married again. You don't want to get hurt. Right. right? Whatever that looks like. And I just want to say, find yourself and surround yourself with people who will be supportive of of where you want to go. And also surround yourself with people who have done things like that. Right. So if you 
Surround yourself with women who have worked in the same company for 20 years, and that is your core people. You're not going to see what's possible. But if you surround yourself with a woman who is a CEO, a woman who started her own business, a woman who just got remarried in her 60s, those are the things that you're going to recognize. Women who go back. I had a woman that I went to high school with, and she was on Facebook in her 40s. She went back for med- to medical school in her 40s. I love that. In her 40s. And you would be like, oh my goodness. But she wanted to become a doctor. Yeah. And she went back to school in her 40s for medical school. It's amazing. And that, so th- those are the things. So surround yourself with people. With people are, that show that it's possible. Yes. And research it that. Is. Right. Right. You may need to make an effort, especially if the people around you, like your friends and family. And you know, the other thing is you don't have to share exactly what you're doing. Just because you're doing, because especially in the beginning, you know, I heard Sarah Blakely from Spanx talk, I listened to her masterclass recently, and she said that in the beginning, she worked on her concept for Spanx for a year before she ever told anyone what it was, because she knew that people would be like, oh, come on, and she didn't want to be swayed by them, Mm -hmm. so she kept it private. They knew she was working on something, but she didn't say what it was until it had more viability. She did that on purpose, and, you know, there are people, like, I don't tell certain people different things that are going on with my business. My husband, as a matter of fact, I don't really tell him that much, especially in the beginning, or especially when I was still working full-time and I thought about this. I just didn't share it with him. He didn't see the, the vision. And I, I just didn't need the feedback, especially from someone that was like, you know, that close to me. Right. So I found people that would believe in the vision. Mm-hmm. And I only really talked to them about it in the beginning. Some people can't believe it until they see it. Yeah. And I think I think that's smart because I do believe that we... We, when we get input, it impacts how we think and how we feel and what we believe we are capable of. So we need to surround ourselves with people who are going to see the possibility and cheer you on. Yeah. I have to say also, you know, I'm a big fan of the New York Times Sunday style section. And in that section, they are, they announce the weddings and engagements. And my heart always gets warm when I see a couple like in their 60s or their 70s getting married. Yeah. And there's a pair. I'm like, oh, so cute. I yeah, love it. I, I, it makes me happy because it's, it's not too late. It's not, it's not too late. And happiness is something that we should all be chasing if we don't already have it, right? Yeah. And well, I don't know if it's chasing, but we should be. On a journey to discover it. Okay. That's I will okay. say. That's good. We don't have to chase yeah. it because chase is my word. Yeah. Because I chase things. Yeah. That's how I am. But I do, I, I, I think even for dating, like, you know, as you mentioned, it, it can be so hard because, be, as I mentioned before, that there's, I think there's a couple things. You know, my mom is 79 and my dad passed away nine years ago. And I say to my mom, like, you know, would you ever consider, mm-hmm. it's not disrespectful for my dad. I just want her to have Be companionship, yeah. you know. And she's like, you know, it's really hard because I'm 79. I don't, I don't look at, I, don't, I forget I'm 79. Mm-hmm. So men around me that are 79 look old. She said, I don't look, I didn't look at daddy as 71. Right, right, Like right, he was right. the, da- he was daddy in, t- in his okay. 20s. Right, right. So that, I mean, it, it just makes my heart sing. But I get that, right? Yeah. This whole idea that you see your lifelong partner as the youth yeah. that you fell in love with. And so I can I can understand that. But it is it is something. And it's something that it takes... You have to want it, right? So I right. think that's one thing. Well, it's work. And, and it's a lot of work. And also, 
But if it's something you want, it isn't, it isn't too late because I think, so I have a woman who, um, when I was young, her mom and my mom were friends, but she was significantly older than me and her, her parents were significant. They lived around the corner from each other. And I, when I got married, I was 27 and Linda was 47. I was Linda's flower girl in her oh, first wedding. sweet. And then they got divorced and she was dating or whatever, but hadn't gotten married, hadn't found anyone. And then at 45, she found, she got married again and to Marty and he's amazing. And she wanted to have kids and she was 45. Mm -hmm. And so it wasn't too late. At Uh 47, she was pregnant and then had Addison at 48 and he's a wonderful adult now. And so the... You know, it's not too late for really almost anything. Like, if I wanted to adopt, I could go off and adopt, you know? Right, it might right. be harder. Um, and that's the thing, too. Um, it may not be as easy as it may have once yes, been. Yes, I'm glad right? you're saying that. Like, it's that's the reality Whatever of that it. Is, right? right? That's the reality of it. We're not discounting that. It could be harder. It could be harder. You might have to approach longer. it differently. Yes. You know, I mean, maybe you want children, you've never had them, you're... 55 or 60, maybe adoption would be difficult. Right. So maybe, I don't know, you you foster. Or maybe you just become a great aunt or you adopt, you know, and I'm saying that in quotes. Big sister. Yeah. You know, like there's opportunity to still explore and get to the feelings that you're looking for in other ways. And you have to be creative. And is that easy? No. Right. But... And it's not always going to be the path you want it to be. So even right. if it's a career shift, right, you may have to take a step back. You may right. need to go yes. back to school. You may need to be certified. And that's okay. Yeah. But but you have to recognize it's not too late. I remember when I was in my, when I left at age and I was like, I'm stepping off. I don't want to do this anymore. I really thought about like, what is it that I miss and what do I want to do next? And I thought about becoming a psychiatrist or a psychologist. And I said, I think I'm going to go back to school for psychology. And when I researched it, I got overwhelmed and felt like it was too late. Mm. And it was so short-sighted in my belief system that I, that I could, so I ended up being like, that's, well, it's just, it's too late. It's eight years to become a psychologist and that's crazy and all this stuff. And, and it's fine because I ended up taking a lot of psychology courses and going back to school for coaching. And and her specialty is in neuroscience and she uses it in her coaching. But, but it's one of those things where I wish I had a coach who told me it wasn't too late. Sure. You know, just because I'm always fascinated with it, but because I'm fascinated with it, I still, I was actually talking to my girlfriend and we were saying, let's go to the local community college and take a psychology course together in this, in the, um, in the fall, because we're both excited and interested in it. And it would just be something awesome to do. Cause I don't need the credits for anything, but just because. Oh, I that, want to yeah, do that's it, the know? best part. I still want to get some kind of history degree just yeah. for the fun of it. Yeah. I don't want to take I, I don't know. Well, yeah, it. I don't want to take, yeah. So when I say degree, I'd like to follow the curriculum right. without the Tests. Sure. Yeah. I don't want to do that either. Yeah, but I would like to find a curriculum. If anyone knows of a United States history curriculum that I could follow, <laughs> please email me. You should email me at Modern Ud- Udemy or Coursera okay. or all of those because they have yeah. those courses. Okay, I will. On there, um, I will. But I want do. it, like you know me, in linear. Well, like, Coursera has that for, kind they of do. stuff. Yeah, oh, they'll okay. have like a whole series that you can take. Amazing. Yeah, yeah I, I like, Jackie knows this about me. I like things to be linear. So I've got to learn. I like to learn that way. Me too. So let's just quickly talk about like, our relation with time. There's, I had an insight yesterday that I wanted to share. 
I feel that every moment of our life is an opportunity to really be present of the rite of passage in that time in our lives. And so I had this reflection last night. I was at my niece Sophia's fifth grade graduation from elementary school. So it was just such a pleasure to be there. And I'm watching these kids and and this one picture of her with her girlfriends. And I'll show you afterwards, Jackie. Like the look on my niece's face of just happiness with her, like these little girls. They're just so precious and cute. And I thought back of my, like when I was that age and I I was always nervous. I was always like a wreck at that time. You know, I remember I always had knots in my stomach and all this kind of stuff. And I thought to myself, if I had to say one thing to myself at that age, I would say, enjoy where you're at now. And that made me reflect where I am now in my life, which is not the easiest of places. I mean, I'm really doing a lot taking care of my parents. There's just a lot going on. And I thought, but, you know, at the same time, this is a rite of passage where I get this opportunity to be with my parents as they're getting older and their gifts in it. And so, like, you know, I'm thinking about this this morning and then I'm having breakfast with them and the two of them are like trying to figure out how to use the TV. And it was like, what? Huh? Yeah. What channel? Oh, like, and I was like, oh, my God. Like, I was, and I was remembering the right of this, you know, the passage of this time. Yes. I was trying to ground myself because they were really... Kind of getting on my nerves. <laughs> but it, but everyone gets on their nerves. My yeah. own family gets on my nerves. Yeah. They live with me all the time. Oh, That's just part of living part with of people. Living. But I lo- I, I'm, I'm glad you said that because to me, I agree 100%. And it's funny because yesterday I had a, I had a similar epiphany because our, our good friend, Carrie, who's... Uh, who actually yeah, she's a dear us. friend of ours. She and I were supposed to get together, and then my mom had a doctor's appointment, so I had sent her a note and said, "I, I can't. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to figure something else out." And she said, "This must be really hard for you." And I said, "It is, but I am holding on to going to the hospital treatments yeah. with her because I get to do that." Yeah. And yesterday, I had to go. I you know ran to go food shopping yesterday and I called my mom I was like do you need anything she's like can you take me because I'm, I'm not really comfortable driving because I've been feeling dizzy and I was like of course and so it was what and you know we're going a little slower because right. she's struggling with yeah. walking a little bit like feeling a little dizzy and she's definitely looking frail and I my um my Jack Russell wants to do things fast and so my Jack Russell brain was starting to think about all the things I had to do when I get back for work and I started you know, my yeah, heart was pounding yeah. a little bit. And then I was like, I'm in this moment. That's right. You know, to the relationship with time, right? Yeah. And every time I, I do this often, no matter what I do, I think about what has to get done and I have this scarcity of time. Yes. It's just, I've always, yeah. Stru- I bet you a lot this. of people listening can relate to this. Yes. And so what I did was I was like, this is really awesome, like, just to be with my mom. And I enjoyed every moment of it. And I, you know, and so. I just your mom is so funny. Too. She's funny, and I don't think she means to be funny. Sometimes, sometimes she does not mean to be. funny. But she's very funny when she's, she doesn't mean to be funny. She's very so. She has she has to get this treatment, which is the shot in her stomach. So I'm going to overshare a little bit. Oh, Linda's not going to be. So happy. my mom, the day before this, her first treatment, she had to get a an MRI, and my mom has claustrophobia. Oh. Bad claustrophobia. So she they wanted she wanted to get put under all this stuff, and they're like, it's going to take months to find some place, and it's not safe. And so they were like, we're going to give you something. So they gave my mom a Xanax. Now, uh, you probably didn't know this. My mom doesn't take 
she if she she's has like an herbal she doesn't take anything like she takes herbal stuff if she doesn't feel well she doesn't even take an advil um the only time she ever takes anything was when she had her surgery right okay. so this is this ongoing thing so she was twisted after the xanax uh, the day before the treatment but the next day she must have had like the after effects of the treatment and my mom has lost a lot of weight because of all of the stuff going on with her body and the woman woman says okay can you pull down your pants like your pants a little bit because she had to give her a shot in her belly and my mom's like i lost a lot of weight she goes i left it i left some here so that you had more to work with like you are so funny she's and my mom, so funny and she meant to be funny but it was also one of those things that i think that she's the clever. medication yeah. really like amplified yeah. her yeah her, like she wackiness. does have a great sense of humor she but, does but sometimes it's just sometimes she says things <laughs> that she doesn't mean to be funny and sometimes she's just funny like one time she came <laughs> with all of these she went shop, food shopping I, and something was on sale and oh she's like goodness, yeah. I, I, Jackie I bought all this stuff for you it's like because it was on sale and it's not it wasn't funny she wasn't trying to be funny but there's like rolls that we never yes, eat it's but like, it was but it was I was like mom I haven't had carbs in a year you know she's just so adorable it was fu- it, she's adorable your mother yeah. is a great I'm gonna, we should you know I should, we should have her have, on the podcast we should have our parents on the podcast we should we should have Pete, Marilyn and Linda on the podcast oh my goodness you guys would be in for something we should do that we should do it around the holidays when we do yeah. our winter solstice series okay yeah that I think that's funny. Great. Unless we do it as a summer short. Yeah, we do it as a summer short. You never know. Which we'll, shape, we'll my, yeah, my father will be in in six months. We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should do it sooner rather than later. All right. Okay, uh, ladies. Actually, my father and your mother, though, get a My mom could be kind of shy, but my father and your mother oh, no. are very similar. Tell Brooklyn, Brooklyn stories. stories about, like, when my dad came home from rehab after being really sick and he was like, what's, couldn't walk. And I said, Maybe we should get you one of those walkers where you can sit he goes we don't have those in brooklyn <laughs> so cute. Yeah. how dare you yeah that's that's insulting <laughs> that's insulting to my brooklynness <laughs> all right ladies well it is never too late and we know that because we're here with you and we both started our businesses in our 40s and if you're feeling I was like in my 50s you were in your, um, no, no, no my no. late 40s you were late 40s and if you're feeling like it's too late. We can help. So just reach out to Jackie at Modern Gen X Woman and let's spend 30 minutes and talk about what it is that you are trying to achieve or that you would like to get to. And we can work to put a plan together because it is what we love to do. Don't forget, our, our mission is to make Generation X the wealthiest female generation. And that starts with you going after whatever it is that you want. So until next week. Cheers to your magnificence. Modern Gen X Woman is the podcast created with you in mind. If you're inspired by this episode, please leave us a review. It's so important. Look, we know it's not easy for you to stop and go over and leave a review, but it is so appreciated by Mimi and myself, and it really helps other amazing Gen X women like you find us so that they too can become the modern Gen X woman.